Welcome to Rapids Rant, a RapidsRant.com production, hosted by two guys who know next to nothing about soccer, Don Pablo and Camberto, with other Rapids Rant team members, occasional guests talking all things soccer, and whatever else Don wants to talk about in a mildly entertaining way. Now, let's talk the beautiful game and the eternal struggle of lifting silverware with Rapids Rant. Rapids Rant. Welcome into Rapid Rant MLS Match Week 2. We have a lot to talk about. First off, let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm Don Pablo, of course. We've been doing Rapid Rant off and on, I will say, for eight years. <laughs> More off than on. Has it been that so, long? Yeah, yeah, because I was looking through old emails. And yeah, eight years, eight, nine years, Caberto. We're on the ninth, ninth year. We're about to round the corner in June. So uh, off and on, like I said... We've been Rapid Super fans the whole time. Just because we stopped doing Rapid Rant doesn't mean we stopped liking the Rapids. Of course, joined always by my co-host, Kev Berto. Kev Berto, welcome to the show, Rapid Rant today. How are you? Thanks, Rapid. Uh, thanks, Rapids Rant. Thanks, Don. I mean, that's what they uh, call me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're that Rapid Rant guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be here and to be able to share mics with you one more time. And hopefully people uh, can stay with us throughout this episode. We hope that it's a good one for you. And uh, remember that we're trying to put this thing back on the on the tracks and have it up and running so that way uh, people that used to listen to us can listen to us again or you know maybe you can help us out share us we're, we're on the wagon with good rapids takes instead of off the rig off the wagon like on the wagon less cussing more informed viewing off the wagon when we do whatever we want there's guys running through the stadium and and maybe the rapid security <laughs> Asking them to leave early during a game one time. That was also in 2011. <laughs> uh, 11 or 12, but that's ah, a story man. for another time. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that story. There's so much news in the soccer world, not even MLS, that it's not even we – should, we shouldn't even be talking about anything else. It's such big news. Obviously, if you, had, uh, if you haven't been living under a rock, I'm talking about the Super League. And what is the Super League, Caberto? Oh, man. Well, the Super League is uh, so it's a league <laughs> with it's a, new league. Uh, it's it's a, a brand new league. league. Yes. Yeah. With uh, 12 clubs, uh, which are, you know, they're very, some of the most popular, the richest clubs in, you know, England, Italy, Spain, the Spanish Royals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, well, the point is that they want this to be a midweek league. Uh, in competition with the Champions League. And uh, obviously, this is uh, very unpopular because, uh, you know, Arsenal, for instance, which has not qualified for the Champions League since 2016-17 season, would be guaranteed a place in the Super League, regardless of how they perform in the domestic league. However, a future winner of the Premier League would not necessarily qualify for the European Super League if it were not one of the permanent members. 
So in this case, or if this was the case, uh, that team would miss out on the millions of uh, dollars or pounds or euros in revenue, which the Champions League currently generates in ticket yeah, sales and TV rights. The prize money. And that's the whole point. I mean, the whole point is to win the competition. But second place is how much money you get from just being in the competition. And th that's the whole thing is competition. And I was I was looking at the last time uh, the 12 and it, there's going to be allegedly there's going to be three more clubs and I, there's going to be a, a you know, yeah. uh, anger. And if when those clubs announce who they are, uh, right. And there's going to be 20 total. So right now there's 12 original defectors and there's going to be 20 total. There's going to be five spots a year, allegedly. Right. Um, for teams to go up and down. But I was looking at this, uh, Liverpool won recently, uh, Tottenham. No, <laughs> like most teams haven't won recently. Mm. Uh, obviously, Real Madrid in uh, Spain, they win almost every year. And uh, But uh, we'll say this, the two countries that didn't fall for this, France and Germany, but it's crazy because it's actually anti-competition if you just want to be in this league. And the, yes, there's five teams that move up and down, but if you're those 15 teams, you're always getting that money every year. So it's, is it, it's anti-competitive in a way because why are they guaranteed a spot in their league the whole time? That, it doesn't work like it works here. Doesn't this sound kind of familiar? Doesn't this sound familiar yeah. a little bit? Yeah, you know, like just... maybe the domestic league here in the United States, MLS. Yeah, and MLS, and I think this is the exact uh, byproduct of the MLS doing that and getting away with it at FIFA, because now it's like, well, we could do whatever we want. To FIFA, FIFA can't stop us; they're not going to do anything. Well, the what the governing bodies of soccer have said, for example, the uh, president of UEFA says he wants those 12 clubs banned from European competition at the earliest possible opportunity. And the players, or their players, being prevented from appearing at major tournaments. This includes them even participating for their, uh, in their uh, national teams for the World Cup, for example. Um, so, you know, meanwhile, obviously the head of FIFA, uh, which is uh, Infantino, he strongly disapproves of you know the super league's plans so uh wasn't, so, wasn't he the president of uefa before he was the president of uefa before so the, the english you know conquer calf the english uh body governing body of soccer in in europe he was yeah, the yeah. yeah i don't i don't understand why these people think they can just do this like they're just blowing out they're trying to get more of the pie for themselves because if there's another league on top of the English Premier League, which is already the most, uh, you know, in the Champions League, English Premier League, the most, uh, uh, the biggest and most popular domestic league in the world, Champions League, the biggest uh, competition outside of the World Cup every four years, and you probably Euro 2020 or the Euros, the Euros every four years. Uh, it's it's the ch uh, Premier League and the Champions League, and they're trying to take some of that money because if they're not going to be in those leagues, if they're not going to be in the Champions Leagues, which plays midweek anyway. <laughs> Like, what's the like? What's the problem? It's going to be every week they're going to have this. So right, I don't. No, I don't like it. I don't like right, Roberto because it's just a money grab. It's just right, money grab. exactly because specifically the Real Madrid president Florentino Perez, one of the he was said to be the CEO of this, uh, claims that this would quote unquote save football or save soccer, and I guess the founding clubs have been promised a share of. 3.5 billion, let's say, pounds yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. as a, a grant provided by the investment bank JP Morgan. So obviously <laughs> this is 
us Americans are behind this. So bankers is just, but no, it is because it's the Glazers who own Manchester United and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champion, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowl champion, uh, <laughs> Liverpool, who actually LeBron James is a part of that ownership group, but we're call it John Henry and the Boston Red Sox. But LeBron James is in, involved in that. And oh right. man, man, now I can't remember the third one. Liverpool, uh, Manchester United, Man City's in it, but they're not American owned. No. Uh, what's the other American owned? Uh, uh, Chelsea? Chelsea? No. No. <laughs> that's that's the Russian bro. Chelsea. <laughs> forgot. I, I call my brother. I, it doesn't matter. So the other one, but those are the other teams that are going in it. And it all they're doing is taking this cut of the pie. Like, there's not yeah. more TV advertising. They're just trying to change who gets the TV advertising money. That's all it is. Well, obviously. That's where all the money comes from. Obviously, the the point here or the problem here is that, you know, they um, they're saying they lost so much money uh, throughout this, uh, you know, pandemic year. So this is obviously a worldwide topic and we hope that it doesn't happen and we hope that we can still have a World Cup as competitive as it has been a Champions League because Come on, when who are who is or when would we replace the Champions League theme? That's irreplaceable right? ever. I mean, <laughs> they got you get lucky if you get the World Cup song every four years. But if you can do a good rendition on the Champions League theme, then you can get in the commercials. Then you can be famous anyway. And if you do it every year, I think you get uh, you get more exposure. Although there is some famous World Cup songs, but uh, uh, who knows if those. Players will even be allowed to play in the World Cup because they said that you're going to be uh, suspended through for all domestic and uh, FIFA related activities, which would be the World Cup. So uh, we'll have more to talk about this. This is just a proposal, although it has led to actual protests in some right. stadiums around the world. So we'll keep our eye on this here at Rapid Rant. We are an MLS podcast, although that is such a big story in the world of soccer that I feel that Kiberto and I both felt that we needed to talk about it. So yes, we have to because this is obviously going to. Can you imagine if this does happen? I mean, yeah. uh, there is a possibility of Mexico winning the World Cup because obviously, you know, Germ. I mean, England won't be as powerful. Italy won't be as powerful. Uh, McKinney yeah, would be, be banned for playing Italy for this for his national team. Uh, so obviously, he won't be allowed to play for the U.S. Yeah. uh who else um you Don't know I'm just, saying, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> exactly so the point is that obviously we'll keep talking about this and we hope that this doesn't uh come to fruition because this would be bad for soccer worldwide let's get to the week one scores here in a little bit but uh first things first I think we have a guest, and I'll let Kiberto take it away. Yes, we do. We have a very special guest today. Uh, his name, and people will know him as soon as they can, as soon as they connect. Uh, Juan Fernandez, who is a member of Centennial 38 and a member of Mile High Locos, and he is the editor and podcast host of Gambling Allocation Money. He is also a TikTok and Twitter personality, and you can find him at Juaners FC. He is also a musician and artist, and you can find him at Juaner's Music. So, you know, we can continue. He's also a capo. He's a fellow uh, wrestling fan. So, yeah, you know, so we, we we watched WrestleMania together probably two, maybe two years ago. And uh, I, so... I, I, have a, I have a question. 
a wrestling yes. question when we get to it. Get okay. Right. All right. So welcome, Juan. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, hello there. Am I coming? In, am I coming through? All right. Can yes, you, yes you are. Perfect. Uh, yeah. How's it going, guys? Uh, that was a great introduction. Thank you for uh, for uh, for introducing me. It's such uh, such great enthusiasm and stuff like that. Of course, man. I mean, I think that, you know, what you work hard for is obviously someone has to recognize it, even if it's just in little moments like these. Kipos, Kipos, they watch the game, but they got to have the back of the fan involved more. Like you just argue and you yell and you're trying to get people involved. And uh, it's a hard job, man. So, yeah, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, thanks. I mean, um, it's funny because uh, the the uh, the last game um, – the last home game that we had, which was in Orlando, I was like, I'll probably just not capo this this time. Yeah. And then if you had told me, hey, this is going to be your last chance to go to Rapids game, I'd probably be on the capo stand or something like that. But <laughs> you never really know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think um, uh, I think it's fun, honestly, just to 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 start chance and to to rally your boys up. Even if you're not in the capital stand, you know, you could always start chants from the from the crowd and whatnot. Plus, you get a drink. Like, people bring you beer. Like, you don't have to really leave. Like, they bring you beer, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> me, well, well, I only just turned 21 uh, last year. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, so I haven't had many beers brought up to me, but I imagine once once we're back in the swing of things, I, I – I, I am looking forward to some <laughs> beers coming my way Juan, up on the cap. Juan, too. I'm gonna find you if I wherever you are. Oh, <laughs> if they let me in the uh, uh, back back part of the stadium by the, because these sometimes they don't let the 108 guys over there. But uh, you can get you can talk yourself into <laughs> it if you can. But uh, anyway, I'll find you. I'll bring you a beer. I promise. That's that's gonna happen. All right. Uh, <laughs> you guys work hard, it. man. You guys work hard up there. Kiberto's done it before. Right, <laughs> capoing. Yeah, right. I think I, you do it once or twice. I think I like capoed one chance <laughs> and for a whole like tenure. Uh, it's a, it's and, a hard. It's hard, right? Yeah, I mean that. You know, I don't know. Two minutes that I was there. Yeah, it was very hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's funny because you get up there and you just see all these people just staring at you. Yep. Oh god! Yeah. The first time is always uh, nervous, but then then people tend to like you as as you as you go about it exactly so and uh, speaking of chanting and capoing and uh obviously maybe some people hearing you are probably saying wait a minute he doesn't sound like juan well that's because you were chanting your heart out this past weekend uh, in dallas right how was that yes absolutely yeah we got a we got the chance to go to uh me and uh like my 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 my, my core group of friends went to we always do this where we always just pick up spots to go and we just uh, want to uh, go and support the Rapids. We uh, were fortunate enough to go to Dallas this weekend, last, this past weekend, and, and that was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, you always want a uh, a better result than a 0-0, but I mean, because uh, the, the biggest thing we wanted to do is, is we wanted to, to cheer and chant for the boys when they scored a goal, and that's, that's obviously the, the best feeling that a supporter could have that uh, literally – I mean, I see the way a goal changes people's uh, mood and stuff like that. I mean, you'll have a game where people aren't really chanting into it, and then a goal happens, and then they're on their singing and stuff like that. And so we really just wanted the goal, whether it be a, a, a go-ahead goal or a goal to tie it up. We just really wanted to yeah. see that. It was close. Um, we yeah. definitely had our chance. The Rapids definitely had their chances. Uh, I will bring up a short story, 
uh, we've been to Salt Lake together, Kiberto and I, and it's a really a short porch. And they let the rapids, uh, uh, they make, well, if they, I mean, if you've been there, they march them up with the security guards and like rifles. No, they don't do that. <laughs> no, uh, they they march you up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost thought, Kiberto almost fell off the top part. Like we, somebody oh, grabbed no. him by the pants and pulled him back because he was, because uh, the ultras, <laughs> whatever, the Salt Lake ultras were yelling at us. Like, and then the rapids scored and it was, I can't remember. That was such a long time. It, it was uh, the Jamaican bro. Uh, we just talked about him last week. We're coming. Yeah, Deshaun Brown. Deshaun Brown. Oh, Deshaun Brown. You're right. Kiberto's yelling at the uh, the ultras from Salt Lake, if that's what you call them, and he almost he almost <laughs> falls off the edge. And it, it, like pulled him back, and I was like, like in my head, in one second when I saw Kiberto, I'm like, oh man, we're gonna have to, we're gonna be in the hospital. We're gonna be around. like. <laughs> a, my wife is a social worker. Sometimes it's like, she she tells me these stories of people, you know. <laughs> the only people that go to the hospital are if you make like a really dumb mistake and I was just watching this in front of my I'm like but they pulled him back and I'm like yes I'm like Kevin don't do that anymore <laughs> we could, don't yell at that guy. this was many no many way. years no ago way. I just want to clear that up <laughs> obviously since then we've kind of matured kind of obviously kind of yeah we're we men. Have friends <laughs> <laughs> friends in the stands in Salt Lake, but they won't let you go see them. You can't even walk around in the stadium. That makes me mad. Like Salt Lake, like if you're wearing the visitor stuff, you can't walk around. Like what's the problem? Yeah. You're, I, thought you're... I thought we're nicer than that. And they took away the uh, pregame spot. They made it into like a Salt Lake thing. And then the Rapids pregame can't pregame there in the more in the pit by the car dealership. Uh, not that I'm complaining, but I'm just like, I don't even know where they're going to put them <laughs> this year. Well, speaking of trips, and obviously you were talking, Juan, about how you saw the Rapids. Uh, obviously, it was exciting to see them again in person. But how did you, how were you able to see the, the actual team, the play itself this past Saturday? Yeah, um, <laughs> it's funny because, uh, like I said, I, I, uh, I just, uh, Turned 21 last year, so it was my first time drinking at a game, and I probably had uh, one too many. Uh, whereas before, I'd be able to analyze the the team way more succinctly of like all the passing combinations. I was just kind of, I was just kind of ahead of myself in the fact that you know I haven't seen the Rapids. I wanted to enjoy myself more so than kind of look at the game from a uh, an analytical standpoint. <clears throat> I think I but, think more people are gonna go crazy uh, at post pandemic now that we you know we everybody has cabin fever so i don't fault you for that yeah and also it's a brand new season so and also your sight lines are going to be far different because you're a visiting team so i don't well begrudge you anything we actually didn't take the uh visiting supporter section we sat in a a really nice sideline section we managed to take kind of sort of the rows and stuff like that um almost the entire row we'd probably take about like um uh, two rows, but half of the rows. So we were all like in a little clump, and we were all singing loud and stuff like that. And and the players could definitely hear us. They um they uh we 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 wanted to make sure that they knew it that we were there. And so I mean, from what I remember, the first half was uh, really exciting. It, it, it felt like it was it could have been anyone's game. And then towards the end, especially the last fifteen minutes, it felt as though the Rapids were playing for that draw. Which you know I understand. I get it. It could have easily backfired at any moment, um, but I mean, to come away with a point is not that bad, especially since since Dallas have one of the best defenses and, and goalies in the league, in my opinion. It's true. I mean, he uh, what's his name? Mauer. He had yeah, some Mauer. real amazing saves, mm-hmm. man. I mean, 
don't know how he got that um, that shot from Barrios with his left yeah. foot. I don't know how he got that out, and that header from the off the line was ridiculous too. I mean, yeah, obviously they, you know, they were home, and I personally I thought that it was a mildly entertaining game for zero uh, zero, yeah. and um, I personally was also hopeful. I'm hopeful for the season because. You know, the return of uh, the core group of guys and, uh, you know, I think uh, we see a little uh, a better attitude or a different or better perspective, for example, from Benazé, who says he wants to play. So we want that. We want that mm -hmm. competition within the group. So um, how do you see the, the team? Um, I mean, I think I think the, the team is still a uh, I think this is definitely a playoff team, considering the fact that it's like, I mean, it's last year's team with with the improvement of Michael Barrios. But I, I still think, I mean, you can ask any Rapids fan in the past years and years and years what we need, and, they, and they're all, they'll always say a DP number nine. Yep. I think if the uh, if the Rapids had gotten that this this off season, we we probably would have we probably would have been gotten really good um, like ratings from people, and we probably would have a, a better shot. Um, now the summer might come around, and and with COVID, you know, you might be able to get a nice deal on a on a striker that you know you wouldn't really get. But yeah, I think I think this is still a, a fun team. I, I think come this Saturday when they play Austin, that, that'll really because Austin is a team you're, you're as a Rapids you're supposed to kill off, and and if they have problem they have to, if they have problems killing someone like Austin off, then I, then I'd be concerned. But I mean, until then, I think I think there's nothing to be really worried about with a zero zero draw at Dallas. Well, I, I would say two things. I went to a Dallas Cowboys game at the old stadium. And all people gave me crap for was Super Bowl twenty one, Super Bowl twenty one, Super Bowl twenty one, and uh, sorry, not Super Bowl twenty one, uh, nineteen seventy seven, whatever that Super Bowl. I think it was Super Bowl twelve, Super Bowl twelve. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wasn't even alive during this time. <laughs> <laughs> so if I went to Dallas, uh, FC Dallas, the home of the Soccer Hall of Fame, and uh, I don't know if it's still called Pizza Hut Park, but uh, I think that's where that's where it was. You, the, uh, yeah. the park formerly known as Pizza Hut Park. We called it Pizza Hut Park, good, but it's Toyota Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> but we we yeah, went in no. there. We we were chanting like we miss we we miss Pizza Hut and stuff like that. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, so I would just be like MLS MLS Cup 2010, MLS Cup 2010. I would probably yeah. be a jerk about it for at least a couple minutes, oh, but oh, we were we were good. We, Thank uh, you. We had. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember 2010 <laughs> and stuff like that. And, and it, I think, oh, man. yeah, it was fun. Good. All right. Well, I'm glad you gave him some crap. Um, it's all in good fun, obviously. Dallas, the only people that, and I don't know if this is the case anymore because I haven't been to the tailgate in a little bit. Nobody was at tailgates last year, but uh, the San Jose guys were like the biggest jerks. But every other team, every other team, Salt Lake doesn't come and hang out with us, but every other team obviously, usually yeah. comes and hangs at our tailgate, which is, I mean, and I haven't been there, it's not my tailgate. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's still welcome, and you can get it's the best deal for beer in the in the league, in the state, and in the league. So, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and speaking on tailgates, they they actually invited us to to their tailgate, and so uh, I mean, I posted up some pictures on my on my Twitter of, cool, of, of, of us just around the the Dallas supporters. So it was it was, it was good to, to talk to them for a bit. I mean, um, it it doesn't it pales in comparison to our tailgate because our tailgate is. Yeah. It is probably the best tailgate in Major League Soccer, and I can't wait to get back to it. But yeah, oh, 
Saturday, if it happens, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking even if I don't have tickets and even if you don't have tickets, you can still make it to the tailgate. Maybe we're not social distancing, mm-hmm. but if you're vaccinated, like uh, I think actually my second vaccination is Saturday morning. So I'll be right there. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right there for this tailgate. I just come hang out at the tailgate, donate some money to Centennial C38 peeps and, and, uh, and whoever, and, and then get some beer. You don't even have to go in. It's fine. So speaking of the tailgate, speaking of the supporters also, uh, how could you describe the supporter, rapid supporters culture today, Juan? Yeah, um, I mean, it's tough to answer that, especially since we haven't gone a single game last year since since Orlando in the home opener. I mean, I I would I would have hoped that it would have have grown since then. Um, I think I think we're going to have to. You know, it's gonna feel like we're gonna start again, but I mean, the culture here is um is 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 one that I am trying to 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 grow and and have people like come in, wave flags, show their passion on the stands, because as much as the as the tailgate brings in a, a good amount of people, a lot of them a lot of them are are want to come in just for just for the beer and, and and the drinks and and the food, and then when it comes to the game, you know, they 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 may feel you know like that's not like they don't want to chant or whatever. And that's totally them. I think you should go to have a good time no matter what. Right. But my version of a good time might be different than someone else's. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> people so, like, sorry, go ahead. Well, well, yeah, it's just sort of growing the, that, that, that voice louder so that um, the, the passion comes, you know, you know exactly where the passion comes in, in a game and you know where the loudest voices are and, and the rowdiest bunch of people. And it's behind the goal at 117, you know? They try to they try to move the capo stands. They try they've done it before, and uh, actually, I think this is the best idea because you get more people, and it's not warded warden off into a section of the stadium where actually the noise is designed to go away on that side because mm-hmm. that's the side that, uh, the bands yeah. and everything are supposed to be. So uh, I like to moving it to the other side of the stadium. It's closer to one hundred eight. Uh, you can actually call and repeat chants uh, better yeah. with them. And I think it gets more people into the game um, rather than some knuckleheads falling asleep in the bathroom uh, <laughs> underneath the stadium. Anyway, that's the, a story for another, for another time too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had two other points was, yeah, man, sometimes it's not your thing is chaining, but the best views are one away and the best fun uh if you're a young guy i mean if you're a family man bring your kid you might hear some curse words but uh, i'm just excited that the rapids are back and we're actually playing an expansion side this week austin fc they are still looking for their first goal in mls they got shut out two zero against uh la galaxy last week i said about lafc lafc i'm sorry yeah it's crazy they got they were without vela and and rossi too so yeah they were they look good, man. Their goal, their defense for Austin is not that good. I think that, um, well, I don't want to do the prediction right now, but I think we'll be pretty good. I think we'll be looking pretty good with the way that we were playing last week compared to these guys. And they're on the they're on a extended road trip too because I don't think their stadium opens for a couple of weeks. So we got to take advantage of that now while the Rapids can. As long as we don't uh, put ourselves at risk with Danny Wilson out there, uh, you know, I have a different opinion about him. He. But- all right, we'll argue about that later. Come yes, back. we can. <laughs> Do you have any more questions for Juan? 
how about you invite people to join you guys on Saturday if if they're allowed to buy tickets still, if there's plenty of uh, space in the if there is a tailgate or not. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's kind of hard for me to to send out this invitation because I myself, uh, for the first time since 2015, I won't be at a home opener. I, uh, I'm actually going to be in Vegas that weekend. Oh, cool, man. Um, All right. But I, I I do want to let people know to monitor like the C38 Twitter account on any potential like um, meetup spots before the game. I know some people might be meeting up at the Celtic before the game. And I I think uh, you're just gonna have to to kind of um, monitor those 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 channels out there. I mean, it's uh, at C38SG. Um, I'll I'll retweet anyone that's that's um, setting up any 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 groups together, any any pregame meetups. But but yeah, I mean, it, it should be a it should be a good game. I think uh, I think uh, the Rapids should come out on top on this one. I agree, and we hope for the same. And how can people find you? Where can people listen to you? Uh, so that way they can also uh, keep uh, keep an eye on what you have to you have to say constantly. Yeah, so um, I uh, I run a a gambling uh, ML, uh, an MLS gambling website. Uh, we had kind of a bad week this week uh, because <laughs> it is just so weird. MLS is yeah, weird. it's the first week, dude. It's gonna be totally different. But right. yeah, you can catch you can catch that uh, gam dot cash so g a m dot cash. Um, we just updated the site with some stats. Um, you can find me at Warner's FC on TikTok and on Twitter, and then of course uh, follow at c thirty eight sg. Great, thank you so much for being with us today, and we hope to talk to you soon again. Thank you very much. You guys have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your weekend and hopefully the rapids come out on top this week and welcome back to rapids rant we just want to thank Warners fc juan fernandez for joining us he's a capo for the rapids and also you'll see him down at the stadium or on twitter or on his gambling site gam.cash and Warners fc on tiktok and twitter so thank you to him for doing that see him down at the stadium every rapids game day um, let's get to the week one results right before we talk about Colorado and Dallas Caberto real quick. I just wanted to update you, uh, Friday night's games, Houston two, San Jose one, Seattle four, Minnesota, nothing. Wow. Joe, Joao. And I'm learning. I love this name. Joao Paulo. Huh? He had a wonder goal. It was a, it was a deflection ah. volley. It was I amazing. saw that. Yeah, it, was, it was, it was nice. Second goal of the game. Um, not the goal of the week, and I, I'll come. I, we have a new segment, goal of the week. Of course, I'm Don Pablo. That's Kiberto. You're listening to Rapid Rant, and we're here with you. Let's go over. We're in the middle of the week one results in Fort Lauderdale. Somehow, two Canadian teams play. Montreal doubles up Toronto four to two. It was DC United two, uh, New York City FC one. Even though City had. 62% of the possessions. Uh, I watched this game and City is bad on set pieces. Caberto, look for that to be going forward. They got to fix it, but they gave up a horrible set piece goal. Orlando Atlanta scoreless draw. LAFC 2, Austin 0. That was Austin's first MLS game. Their second will be coming up this weekend in the Mile High City. Kansas City 2, Red Bull, New York Red Bull 1. Chicago and New England 2 2 draw. Cincinnati and Nashville 2 2 draw but that did have the goal of the week. That was mm. Randall Leal. And the only reason it's the goal of the week is 
Joao Paulo was right in front of goal. And Randall Leals was about, it was off to the side. It was on the corner of the box. It mm. was about 25 yards. And he, he set the ball down and he kicked it. Uh, he shot it and it went right in the top left corner of the net across from the goalie's body. It was an amazing mm. goal um, for Nashville and it tied the game for them. And that's how the game ended two to two. So Randall Leal, you get your first rapid rant goal of the week. And we'll be keeping track of that through the season on Sunday. Chicharito with the brace. I saw that. I'm, he, I, <laughs> he cried. He cried, yeah. by the way. I mean, I would have too, but. Yeah, he did it for his father. Di- no, his grandfather dying. Correct. His grandfather passed away and first came back, gets to beat Miami in front of all the big stars and David Beckham. Three to two L.A. Galaxy over Inter Miami. MLS champs Columbus and Philadelphia go goalless zero zero and Vancouver one Portland zero. And that'll do it for the end of the week. Obviously, your if you want to call it your supporters cup leaders, supporter shield leaders, it's uh, Seattle right now because they have a four goal in the positive and all three points. So Seattle atop the supporter shield standings after one week. Uh, Kiberto, let's get to the Colorado at Dallas game on Saturday. Uh, obviously it was a goalish draw, but we get to take takeaways. We get to have some takeaways from this, not just, a goalish draw because a goalish draw really tells you more about your team. I think than uh, like a two, two draw. Yes. I, I don't know because if it's goalless, like we're just trying to get like, you, if you haven't given up the goal yet or you're not and the rapids, they should have a couple times and Yarbrough made some good saves. Uh, we got did. one off the woodwork. Uh, that was, a, that was lucky for us and the <laughs> should have been penalty in the 39th minute. But overall, I think our, our defense is kind of a, we're more of a bend, don't break, and score goals. Um, obviously, this weekend, the goals were not there. But going forward, um, I like the look of our team, and nobody got hurt. So this that, is all positive. That's a good thing. But uh, So a few things that I noticed. Obviously, I already said some of the stuff um, earlier with Juan. Yeah. But um, I – so Danny Wilson, I understand Lala Sabubakar is injured. I understand that, you know, maybe we have uh, other people who support, uh, who we should probably give a chance to. I understand that Danny Wilson was there and also kind of being the enforcer on the field. Yeah. But I don't know, man. He almost causes a penalty if they caught that. Um, he, I don't know how they didn't catch it because I thought they looked at it. I thought so too. <laughs> well, aren't we lucky? And yeah, so also – and there's nothing against him. It's just, you know, I think he needs to make better decisions. Just like Shinashiki. He has good positioning, really good positioning, because he's there at the right time, in the right place. But his decision-making, like, uh, you know, like, sh- will I shoot or will I pass the ball? Like, uh, will I, how hard will I pass the ball, you know, to which open space? I'm like, so his decision-making has, to, I know he's, he's, uh, what is this, his third season in, third season yeah. in MLS, but I mean, he's starting. So he's at a point where now we can start expecting him to grow up. I just, um, having the right vision and, you know, making the pass and getting to that point in your development, it takes a while. 
uh, especially when you change teams. Um, he's with our team now. So I think, and, and by the way, we've changed programs from Mastroeni to Frazier. And uh, I think that our prime outlook with Pablo was, you know, midfield and controlling the ball and keeping our defense back. And we did good at that, but also that doesn't necessarily lend itself to scoring a lot which was our main problem. So now we're trying to get into the like creating chances and, uh, you know, scoring more. And I, and it definitely worked last year, obviously didn't show results in the first game, but I think that we, you know, first game's first game. Nobody thinks we're going to be the same in October right. well, that we are in March or in April. So I, I will add that obviously it was a big, like positive turnaround from Anthony Hudson to Robin Frazier. Yeah. Um, and yeah. obviously also, you know, I think Acosta, obviously he played out of position. So, but like when, whenever we're back to hundred percent health, I think we can be very dangerous. Um, and just like uh, a lot of people have been saying, yes, we do need a number nine. We need someone back there, someone who can uh, not just create, but also be able to finish those uh, you know, those shots, those crosses, uh, you know, put them in the back of the net. So I think that we can definitely, uh, I, I'm definitely hopeful on what this season can be. I, I agree. I agree, Caberto. And also um, in the first game, and it was a very special uh, event because Barrios came back to his old team and who, who knows how to play him other than those guys. Like right. they play him every day in practice. They know all his moves. Obviously, he still got a couple shots off, and it was just unlucky that uh, they didn't hit the back of the net. So I think that obviously there's a lot of tape on him, but Austin FC players aren't going to necessarily have the experience against Barrios uh, that Dallas, FC Dallas players did. So I think that and, – and and two, they're an expansion side, and this is going to be their second game, and they didn't score in the first game, and they were all the way in Florida in their first game. So uh, – no, I'm sorry. They, yeah, they played L.A. I'm sorry. They played L.A. They did not – go to Florida um they played LA in their first game so it's going to be you know they're traveling all over the place and uh, traveling is different in the United States because it's so far away in Austin um and I'm sure they have an airport but they might have to go through Dallas you know I don't who knows I don't know what I don't know what kind of charter planes uh MLS teams I know what the Rapids do anyway so <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble for that but I just think the Barrios will be a bigger factor and we created a lot of chances and I watched the Austin game and I watched the Colorado game. And I think that they're going to have a tough time dealing with uh, our midfield and our front line. So uh, if everybody's healthy and our crosses, our crossing game, I haven't, I just haven't seen that in, for a long time. So I'm pretty excited. Jack Price about it. Is, usually, those set yeah. pieces from Jack Price are very yeah. nice. They, they look beautiful. So, so yeah, they got, uh, Dallas got in front of Barrios and they, they just picked at him. They picked at him all day and maybe they're good at doing that. Um, Yarbr uh, uh, Bauer came up big for that for both teams and Yarborough came up big for the Rapids. So, yeah, it was a good game. Uh, I wish somebody would have broke through. I wish that somebody was the Rapids, but that wasn't meant to be. Uh, zero zero draws, nil nil ties are <laughs> they're not the most exciting thing, but uh, hey man, it's still it people put their effort in and you get it. And just because. And by the way, we still get a point, and that point is going to look good in three months. We're like, oh, we're in Dallas. We got a point. That was good. Right. So, <laughs> right. So, I, like I said, I would look hopeful. And what do you guys think we are going to um, – I mean, what is your prediction for this weekend, guys? 
uh, tweet us at Rapids Rant, write us, write us on Facebook or write a comment or uh, on the podcast itself at the different, on the different platforms. What do you think about this upcoming game? So I'm glad there was no big injuries um, this week and, because I don't want injuries. Nobody wants injuries unless, unless it's Salt Lake and it's only during the week that we play Salt Lake. We don't want to talk about Salt Lake, Utah. I mean, by the way, Utah, you don't want this, the counties that Moab's in. Like, can you just give those to Colorado? Like, we'll just trade you. We'll trade you, like, Wells <laughs> County for Moab County or, like, I don't know, one of the ones in the corner. Although that wouldn't make us like, try square state anymore. Right. But, let's, yeah. No, that's, that's fine. Let's just move on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We don't want to talk about secession or anything in this podcast. That's not what we're doing. So, but what we should talk about is MLS match week two, Kiberto. Oh, boy. All right. So, coming up Friday night, Orlando at Kansas City. That's going to be your MLS primetime matchup for Friday night. I believe that's on FS1. Hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that. So, that's going to be a big one. <laughs> Orlando, <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, New York City FC. We'll see if they can bring, get their set piece action together against Cincinnati. That's in New York. Nashville plays Montreal. I'm not sure if that's in Florida or Nashville because Montreal's playing their first couple months of the season in Fort Lauderdale. Right. Uh, Toronto FC plays Vancouver. Not sure if that's in Canada. San Jose plays Dallas. LAFC is playing Seattle. Chicago goes to Atlanta. Salt Lake goes to Minnesota. DC United plays the New England Revolution in a matchup of the original Eastern Conference teams. And then Sunday, national TV, we get the LA Galaxy versus the New York Red Bull, Chicharito, national TV, Sunday night. Two uh, weeks so in a row. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a wonder how they did that. Kiberto I'm not Sunday. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Can the Rapids get a national TV game? Can't we get a TV game at all? Or, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I know I try to watch it. They're trying to black them out, black out the games on ESPN Plus, even after the games, uh, even like way after the games over. I have to find illegal streams, but I'll figure it out someday. Uh, we'll get we'll get them back. We'll get the Rapids back on on uh, I don't know Dish Network. <laughs> I mean, I get because the Dish Network I could take my mom's feed. I have YouTube uh, TV. Uh, Comcast, they're not on Comcast either. Maybe if they're on a Comcast, it would be easier, but uh, I guess that's pie in the sky. But uh, anyway, so that's your match week two schedule for the MLS. And I neglected to mention our home teams. So it'll be <laughs> Austin FC in their first ever visit to Dick Sporting Goods Park. Right. Um, this weekend. Kiberto, do you remember Seattle's first visit to Dick Sporting Goods Park? Seattle Sounders. Uh, I do remember Seattle's first when, visit. They yeah, had when, a lot of people there. Yeah, and then it was really sad because their one of their best players broke his leg in the first fifteen minutes of the game. Yeah, that's a, an unspoken moment, uh, un- unspoken memory. Yep, that was rough. That was rough. And then, oh, the only reason they brought up that story was to bring up the next story is because the next year when he was when uh, when Seattle came to visit and and we. Yeah, and we uh, it was the same season. It was after like the second or third game of that season. Oh, okay. I drink a lot of beer at the tailgate, so sometimes I forget. <laughs> anyway, we sent the Rapids sent like a jersey, a signed jersey of all the players and like all the people because we felt bad for him. And then, I mean, somebody I was I don't I lost my mind for five seconds and I accidentally put my beer on top of the jersey and then some lady yelled at me and then I was like, oh no! And then you were like, Don, get it! I was like, oh no! 
So there's definitely like a beer ring on the bottom of that jersey. <laughs> oh no! No, that <laughs> happened. Uh, but I do feel bad. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I'm right, career, of course. Suffering career like threatening injuries. But I mean, I feel like the beer is really like it's really you know if you you get a tailgate, you gotta have some beer. And maybe he wears that jersey. We don't know. <laughs> well, Probably that not. was that was uh, it was uh, quite an experience back then. So a lot but, of shenanigans happen at the tailgates. Just he, be careful where you put your beer. But also, if there's nowhere to put your beer and you're having people signing things, that's the other thing. Maybe they should have been better about having a place for a beer. <laughs> well, remember that uh, you are listening to Rapids Rant, and you are listening. Through Byte Productions Network, and you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. So it is a network, so you will find other programming. But remember to find Rapids Rant, and you can share us, comment, leave a review, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we are making a slow but steady return to this program that we hope is for your enjoyment. Yes, and Coberto, I want to thank you. For being on the show today and we also had juan fernandez i want to thank him for being on the show he's a capo for the rapids he goes to he goes by the name of Wanners fc on tiktok and twitter and you can also find him at gam.cash gam.cash and uh for all your mls gambling needs and if you want to i mean these guys are so into it i mean they're way more into this league than me right but- it's hard, like I'm, but because uh, the gambling situation, if you start doing that, like you're, you watch, you watch every minute. You don't just watch the recaps of the games or like the short, the short twenty minute videos. You're watching everything. So, uh, he's a serious MLS uh, convert, and yeah, man, we're just glad to have him on the show. So, it's, it's we're here, we're just doing it back again, and I'm, and we have all these new teams: Austin FC, Cincinnati. That's true. You know, Inter Miami. Miami was the Miami Clash or whatever we, the last time. We, uh, no, 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 no. Miami Fusion. <laughs> Miami We're talking Fusion. about this uh, San, Jose San Jose Clash. Clash. Yeah, San the Jose originals. Clash. Nashville, you already mentioned. I know. Uh, is um, Gary Smith out there still? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. But I, think uh, he, I thought he was doing another team because he was trying to. Maybe though, maybe though, buddy. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying to get yeah, no, again. No, don't worry. <laughs> no, don't worry. But anyway, it's very, very interesting, and we're very excited to be back and be able to share uh, MLS talk with everybody. And uh, we hope that you know you join us next week one more time. Yeah, I think the only thing left is for our predictions, Kiberto. So, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. All right. So, I think the Rapids. I watched the Austin FC and I watched the Rapids game, uh, and I just think the Rapids are going to be able to score on this team. Um, Austin's backline was not very organized. Mm. Uh, they lost two to zero. LA. I mean, maybe it shows how good LA is, um, but I think the Rapids were able to score, and I think. Austin will also score, so I think it's going to be it's going to be two to one Colorado Rapids over Austin FC, and uh, yeah, there you uh, go. I feel pretty confident as well. I feel confident that we'll be home, that we have a good keeper. Um, obviously, we are a little you know uh, a little shaky on our back line, but obviously we have some time to uh, tighten that up. And I th- I I'm going to go crazy. Maybe I'm going to say three zero. Rapids. Whoa. Fizio Rapids. Gary Smith is definitely still at Nashville. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, man. So there you go. He's going to do what he does. MLS champ 2010, Gary Smith. Uh, he's in Nashville, man. And I like him. Gary Smith's pit army. He's a cool guy. So, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on him. Obviously things what? didn't work out here, but good for him, man. As long I'm, as we're not in the playoffs together. One time <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story. Last, last quick story. Uh, one time we was halftime and I tried to yell at him and try to give him some uh, technical pointers and, he was he just walked away from me. He's like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. So, yep, that was no, me. That was dumb of me. <laughs> it's better than uh, the opposing teams giving you signals with their hands. Oh, yeah. Which happens like a lot. Lake, Which yep. happens a lot. Your homie. Uh, what's his name? Just retired. Um, oh, man. The, the goalie. Uh, Nick. Uh, what's the goalie? Oh, Romando? So, Nick Romando. Uh, I remember here. him. I'm like, you guys could be friends if you actually met each other outside. I think you guys would be friends, but inside. And he played for Salt Lake. <laughs> anyway, when 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 rivalry week comes around again, we'll talk about some of these experiences. You're right. So um that's gonna do it for week two MLS match day preview slash breaking down the Rapids first game of the season. You're listening to Rapids Rant. Uh if you want to listen to a product of Bright Productions Network. Like Kiberto said, you can find us on any podcasting app. If you're somehow listening to us some way, we want to thank you. For Kiberto, I'm Don Pablo. This has been Rapids Rant. Let's go Rapids.